0: everyone welcome to men on fire my name is mike arend a former mechanic and engineer turned transformational teacher and each week i'll deliver an inspiring message to help you excavate those repressed inner negative feelings and install new thoughts that will finally allow you to truly become the person you were born to be hey one more thing before we get going are you feeling stressed anxious or frustrated these days if you are and you'd like a little help go to calendly.com forward slash soul mechanic booking and book a 15 minute clarity call with me absolutely free. That's Calendly, for slash soul mechanic hyphen booking. Also, if you're looking for an accomplished public speaker to speak in person or virtually at your next event or meeting, I can help you out there too. Okay, Let's get on with the show. Welcome, 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 and welcome to another episode of Men on Fire here on Soul Mechanic Radio. And today we have another surprise for you. It's another guest, and her name is Robin Roberts. I'll read you her quick intro now. Robert Roberts holds a Bachelor of Science in Business from the University of New Orleans and a certification in hypnosis from the National Guild of Hypnotists. Hopefully she won't hypnotize us all today into doing something we don't want to do. Anyway, Robin also speaks professionally, offering programs where audiences learn to use self-hypnosis to take more authority over their lives, attitudes, actions, and outcomes. Bottom line is Robin helps people change their minds quickly and permanently. Hello everyone, as promised, we have the incomparable Robin Roberts with us here today. And not only is she intelligent, she's funny as well, and I'm sure you're gonna enjoy um, having or listening to what she has to say today. And uh, I already introduced her to you earlier So Robin, I was wondering um, if you might be able to tell us about uh, share. you're into a lot of the power of the mind um, and you have certain techniques and you're teaching audiences and stuff. Maybe you can just fill us in how you even got started in that uh, before we get a little deeper.
1: Absolutely. And I will completely blame my brother. Just want to say that. Put it out there. And, you know, when you watch this podcast, Pete, I'm talking about you. Um, because we had a family business, and uh, that was at a different time when the economy wasn't doing well. And I had always had uh, a propensity for drama, shall we say? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and my brother. He's a hypnotist, um, and he strictly did shows. He did entertaining uh, shows, county fair, that kind of thing. And so he thought, you should do this. This would be really good. It could supplement your income. When I studied, however, I took the path of working with people one-on-one to help them solve problems, such as stop smoking, um, dropping weight, sleeping better. That's how I actually got into it. So I always blame it on him, but you know, thank goodness <laughs> that uh, he showed up with that because it has been my career for over a dozen years now, and wow. I've helped over a thousand people. And wonderful, it's been pretty interesting. The mind is
2: really interesting.
0: <laughs> it is. It is
2: absolutely
0: very, very nice and. Um... How, how do you how how are you able to help people with the the power of the mind? Uh, I know you're just touched on a couple of things, but maybe tell sure. us a little bit how you how you uh, do those sorts of things
1: well and and maybe as I go along, I will uh, bust a couple of myths that people right hold on. about hypnosis uh, because it is probably one of the more misunderstood modalities, and yet it is fundamental. It's absolutely fundamental. uh, And we all run our life that way anyway. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: But when things aren't going well, we like to say that over there, that's what screwed everything up. And the truth is it's not that over there. It's your thoughts and your beliefs and your actions to that over there. Because if it was that over there, everybody would have a problem with it. And Everybody doesn't have a problem with the same things you and I have
2: That's a right. problem with. That's so, the blame game. Yeah, right?
1: <laughs> exactly. So it really is what you believe, how you take it in and interpret it, and then your response to it. And my work with people is to get those things in congruency, right? So that um, I see this and. I know that this is what I want from my life. So now how can I interpret this event or this situation so that I can use it to create what I want in my life and not let it trip me up? And that's what I help people do. And a lot of times they are not knowing what part in the play they have in it. They think that that something is, you know, that's happening and I have no control. And the truth is, we always have control, which, believe me, I get it, I'm not really happy always to find out that I had control over that thing that I didn't want to happen to me. Right. And, you know, it's not that, uh, you know, oh, I welcomed, you know, um, totaling my car or (laughs) or whatever. (laughs) But it, it, what it is, is my opportunity to define that event so it works for me. Yes. So I can get all angry and I can get upset about having to deal with the insurance company or I can get upset about that idiot who, you know, cut in front of me or, or, or whatever that might be. But the only person that that really holds up is me. Mm hmm. So if I can go, wow, okay, that happened, and and look for what I'm grateful for, like I, I didn't get physically hurt or or whatever it might be, well now I can face it in a whole different way. So, so what I'm trying to say is I'm helping people take situations that they're not happy with and helping them figure out how how it gives them a blessing, a gift, a lesson, so that they can process it and move more towards what they actually want.
0: Right. And, and uh, that, that's what I teach, too, is, um, you know, you're 100% responsible for everything that occurs in your life. And, um, you know, through, you know, the way you think is the way you feel, the way you feel is the way you act, the way you act is, gives you the results you get in your life. However, I know I know you go a little deeper with things into the uh, subconscious mind, and that is a big part of uh, uh, hypnotism, right? Uh, where it speaks speaks uh, to the subconscious hypnotism. mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> speaks to the, that's, the, the that's subconscious it. mind. And and actually, I uh, I have been listening to a few um, MP3s I downloaded on some. Uh, hypnotism actually to do with uh, a couple different topics and um, it definitely after a few weeks you know um, it definitely creeps into that part of your brain to make you think a little bit differently so it's absolutely it works absolutely Mm -hmm.
1: well and in all hypnosis you you know you think about oh I'm going to go see a hypnotist and they're going to put me in hypnosis and they're going to solve my problem and that's how it looks yeah but the truth is I am merely a tour guide to your mind. I can't make you go into hypnosis. Uh, so it's, it's really important that when someone comes to see me, we're talking about what it is you want to achieve and we're basically um, confirming your level of, yes, that's what I really want versus, oh no, I want you to wave the magic wand to make it happen.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah, because people think of, and this is one of those myth-busting moments. People think of hypnosis as the magic wand. I'm going to go see her, and she's going to say some words while I, you know, sit back in the chair with my eyes closed, and I'm going to open my eyes and never want another cigarette. Hmm. Yeah. Well.
0: <laughs> kinda. And, <but. laughs> say that again. Kind of like a, uh, you know, it's it, that that's. I really i think think of it, a little, it bit, a, a little bit as the placebo effect that people want a third party to uh, to talk to 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 get some kind of um, relief or action from that and then right. that that encourages a belief and and you you know through the hypnosis you did plant a seed in 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 the subconscious so that will yes. help help verify that belief going forward but it's not an instant switch it well or can it, be?
1: it could be, it okay. could be, but here's the the important piece of this is you as the person who's come to the hypnotist have to truly um, want to, you have to be open, right? You have to be right. receptive because mm-hmm. if you come in and you say, I want this change, but I don't actually want to have to do what it <laughs> takes to get there because- right. When you come see me, you're going to get a recording. That mm-hmm. recording needs to be listened to. You need to reinforce yes. uh, what we're asking the subconscious mind to change. And if you Definitely. don't do that, then i it's not me. It's its you. Yeah, you and still have to do the work, whether it's going, subconscious or not. That's right. And in terms of going into hypnosis, again, I can't make you. You have to be willing. Now, obviously, we have to build rapport. We have You have to feel safe with me and you have to feel like i'm i'm gonna be completely comfortable just being Mm -hmm. in the recliner and closing my eyes and that's a piece of appointments where i especially the first one where i spend time getting to know you who are you what do you want and and then i i truly i'm digging to be Mm -hmm.
2: honest (laughs) (laughs)
1: I'm digging. I had a client one time specifically for smoking. And at a certain point when she had her first cigarette, she was with her brother. And her brother uh, was driving the car. She was in the back seat. And he turned around and handed her a cigarette. And I would bet you that he was just trying to get her to shut up (laughs) (laughs) because she was younger than he was.
0: Sure, yeah.
1: But she hurt yeah, her subconscious mind took that as an affirmation of, well, you're grown up now. You know, right. I value you. Mm-hmm. And so when we did, so those are the kind of things I'm looking for. When we did her hypnotic session, we had him turn around in the car. We, we put her back in the car and he turned oh, around cool. and said, you don't need to do that anymore. You're, you're finished with this. And she never had another cigarette.
0: Wild, wild. Yeah, it can be strong, a strong attachment
1: absolutely so it can be like like that Mm -hmm. um but you know if she had never told me and i hadn't done my work because my work isn't just about you know sit there be quiet and listen yes (laughs) it is you know where what is the picture that your subconscious mind is holding and so even though she was a mature woman Mm -hmm. her subconscious mind is holding that affirmation from her brother, her subconscious mind is still sitting here at 15 years old.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: And so we have to complete, if we just try and work against it, okay, you're not going to smoke anymore. You're not going to smoke anymore. That little, that little person in there is going to be like, but, 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 and you have got to, to help that picture evolve. Now, do I always know the picture? I mean, very grateful in that particular case, uh, and there are things that people don't even remember themselves.
2: Right. But yep. when
1: you're in that hypnotic place and you're just moving back and you're assuring the subconscious mind, because the subconscious mind knows everything it's ever seen, heard, tasted, touched,
0: smelled. It's recording everything. Yeah.
1: Everything. So you don't have to, on a conscious level, know. But I need to have you in a place where that conscious gatekeeper is gone. Mm hmm. And that subconscious is open and uh, we're, we're, we're tickling it and going, you know, for example, in the smoking one, go back to that time. Remember that very first cigarette. Now, I just happen to know her situation. I don't right. know every client. No,
2: of
0: course.
1: Yeah, but, but when you go back to that place, you are, you are then modifying the picture so that the subconscious mind can now... Change and and here's this might seem like kind of a bit of a turn, but this is really really important. And if people listening and watching get nothing but this today, here's the deal
2: mm-hmm.
1: the subconscious mind is not logical, mm-hmm. the subconscious mind is not literal. That's your conscious mind's job. Your conscious mind says. If I eat the cake, I got that on my hips." Subconscious mind has no idea, none. What it says is, if I eat the cake, I feel so good. Right. <laughs> of course, it's only for about 10 seconds if you have a weight <laughs> problem, yeah. um, but, but it is literal. It literally has an agenda and so in the case of smoking it wants you to feel affirmed and like a grown-up maybe and everybody's different right. um, in case of eating maybe it's comfort maybe it's celebration well eating is super complicated because we use it for so many different things
2: exactly.
1: but the but the bottom line to remember is that the subconscious mind only thinks in pictures mm-hmm. and it only is out to protect you. It's, it's oh, primary. That,
0: sorry, is thats is that, I'm almost hearing like, is that almost like the egoic mind then? That's what it, what it is? Like the ego? It has a similar function.
2: Well,
1: yeah. Uh, think of the subconscious mind as really primal. Right. Because look at it this way. You were born with it. Mm-hmm. You weren't born with the conscious mind. That's yeah. developed by your parents and society. This is all about survival. Mm -hmm. And so your subconscious mind sits on your shoulder if you will and does what it needs to do so that you survive. But now here's where the literal part comes in. So are you willing to play a question game with me?
0: Sure, absolutely.
1: Okay. (laughs) So here's the deal. If your subconscious mind is there to protect you and keep you alive Mike why would it let you smoke why would it let you smoke
0: good question um, it doesn't yeah. know that doesn't know it doesn't know the dangers involved long-term right because no.
1: it's not logical it's not linear it doesn't exactly. understand the cigarette is going to give me COPD or emphysema or whatever. Right. But it wants to protect you. So so it's really, right, about what do I get when I have that first, uh, Inhale. you know, drag, right? Yep, <laughs> or yep. what do I get when I eat the cake
0: mm-hmm. or
1: have the glass of wine? And that... That is what the subconscious mind is trying to achieve.
0: Yes.
2: Yes. Yeah. Wild.
1: So if you're trying to drop weight and you find yourself eating the cake,
2: you mm-hmm. know,
1: it was a hard day. You, you managed to, to not eat anything off your plan. And now it's eight o'clock at night and you are. Why is your subconscious mind letting you do that? Because it was a hard day. And you did a good job. So I deserve it. reward yourself.
0: <laughs> hey, I do that all the time. <laughs> a, reward, a reward game, you know, a little bit,
2: right? So.
1: Absolutely. Um, and so, uh, and it could be, maybe it's the reward, or maybe it's, I'm so stressed, and your subconscious mind goes, oh, I know what unstresses you, a nice piece of chocolate, oh, a nice glass of wine, yes. Mm-hmm. And so... You have got to, anytime you want to make a change, eating, smoking, drinking, working out, not working out, whatever it might be, you have got to bring the subconscious mind along with you.
2: Definitely. And
1: that is, yeah, that's what hypnosis does. And and again, all hypnosis is self-hypnosis, so you, good doobie, went out and got some hypnosis recordings, and you are letting that be the tour guide to your mind to help you reinforce the changes cuz you got to change the picture. Definitely. So we can't have that piece of cake be the picture for a stress reliever or a reward anymore. It's like, "Oh my gosh, this great walk that I just took in the neighborhood, <laughs> that that's a great reward." And it takes it takes um, repetition. Every mm-hmm. once in a while you get the switch flipped like that, yeah. but it also takes repetition for some of the more ingrained habits that we have well,
0: well sure and and that's that's how it becomes habitual is by that repetition right, right. so then then we will right. do it automatically instead right. of thinking about it too much
1: yeah yeah so so anything you want to achieve it always starts in the mind and i loved what you said earlier because i think a lot of people don't really come to grips with everything starts starts with a thought mm-hmm I think people like they say, oh, I had this emotional response and therefore I X, Y, and Z. And that the there's always a thought first Absolutely. so the, yeah. And so um, having the thought and it's, and it's like a flash and you just have, are so programmed having this thought, oh, they, they treated, they were rude to me. Boom, disrespect. Now I'm going to be angry. Now I'm going to be belligerent. Mm -hmm. And it's just so automatic and it's so fast. And you see a lot of people go, well, they were rude and that's why I was upset. It's like, no, 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 that's not true. They were rude and you processed it as a personal affront. Now, I don't process that as a personal affront, so I'm not getting upset. So it's really about catching it at the thought. And I love that you're doing that work because uh, people don't know.
0: No, no, and and what actually comes uh, helps develop the thought is um, I have a few things before thought, and that would be desire, intention, and then beliefs and perceptions kind of get lumped in together. So, yeah. you know, you 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 develop those beliefs uh, from our subconscious mind, especially in our early years, right? It's re- like you say, it was recorded oh, yeah. uh, up to a certain mm-hmm. age, usually around six or seven. Then our brain waves change, and before that. We recorded everything we saw, you know, and everything. Exactly. we uh, uh, whoever
2: Exactly.
0: Whoever we were around, right? And developed those uh, those beliefs. And then as we get older, we even gain beliefs and perceptions from our peers and, and uh, people that we live with and work with all the time. So we're developing those. And those, like you just mentioned, why you uh, got so mad? Because you had that belief or that perception that that's the way I'm supposed to act when someone says those things to me right
1: absolutely but you get to choose and this is where I think you and I are both doing the same work out there in the world it's like please stop and stop and choose you don't have to be unhappy
0: oh absolutely not exactly you're also responsible for your own happiness aren't you
1: (laughs) absolutely well if you get to control the thoughts in your mind then Mm -hmm. you you are definitely responsible for your own happiness and you know what I I want to say that doesn't mean that, uh, for example, I am always happy.
0: (laughs) Well, of course not. (laughs) No, 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 me either. You know
1: what? Because, yeah, because we get caught in our own stuff.
0: Yeah, all the little stories go on in our heads. It gets away on us sometimes. Right,
1: and so, like, I have to sometimes stop and be my own client, right? Mm -hmm. I have to Mm -hmm. stop and go, wow, why did that really piss me off? oh, because it really, it got to my, you know, my low self-worth today. I'm feeling, you know, like maybe I feel a little heavy, a little sluggish, and oh, that really just set me off like that. Um, and I say that so intentionally because I think sometimes, um, you know, you listen to people talking and you think, well, you know, they, and and it's like, no, 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 I'm telling you, with all this staying at home stuff, I have had my moments where...
2: Oh, for know, sure. Oh,
1: yeah, I feel helpless. I feel powerless, and then I go, "Wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute." <laughs> I get to choose. Oh, okay. And and but you know that's human.
0: Oh, it it is, and I think you know I think it's part of uh, our makeup. I think it's uh, I think actually it's part of the universe where things you've got those uh, two ends of the spectrum on things and almost dichotomies, you know, where something is so um, to us, I mean, there's neither good or bad, it's only what you your perception is of things, right? Um, so my perception of bad could be different than yours and, and, and all that sort of thing, but you've got those two ends and without one, the other, A, it doesn't really exist or how could you feel so good and have such a great time if you didn't know what it was like to feel low, you know? So
2: they almost, they almost
0: need each other, right?
1: Absolutely. And so when people get all caught up in the feeling low piece of it, if, if, if we can step back and go, wow. um, and, And say something to ourselves like, the good part about feeling like this is I know what feeling better means. I know what it feels like and I know I will feel that way again. Mm-hmm. And so I can I can step back. I can be a little more objective about it and not um so judgmental on myself, right? On mm-hmm. myself. Oh, definitely. And yeah, and and when someone comes to see me with an issue, I always say, our work will be done when you can look at that issue and go, wow, you know what, I'm glad I smoked because mm-hmm. what I learned is, and now I don't need that and now I can move on. But, but until then, it's like a looming thing. But once you can step back and see the gift, the blessing or the lesson in whatever it is that you're trying to change, it, you've resolved it. And you can move on to the next <laughs> lesson,
0: because <laughs> there will be one.
1: <laughs> there will be one. Yes, yes there and, will be. And if you didn't learn it before, you will keep getting that lesson.
0: Yep, till you until get you your do head. learn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's like an acceptance where you finally accept something. You know, um, you know, in my life previously, you know, where things weren't going well, and you, I, you know, thought it was a loser and uh, a failure and all those things. You tell yourself those stories. Um, but you're you're not that. It's just a thought you're having about yourself. And uh, when you accept, Absolutely. finally accept the fact that you aren't those things. Wait a minute. If all I have to do is start thinking this way, and I can get out of this. You know. But it's sometimes when you don't get out of that, I think it's totally normal as human beings to do that on a temporary basis. Uh, when people get trapped in that, is when we kind of get into a depression, right? And may may I, need I, help with uh, with getting out of that.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. And you know, it, it isn't always easy to step out of your own way. And that's no. why there are helping professions, which help yes. you <laughs> step out of your own way. Um, but I think that people are becoming more open and more willing to embrace that they actually get to choose. Um, yeah,
0: that they have which, more, a little more control than they thought, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and look at you, right? All of those lessons where you felt that way about yourself have made you a compassionate person who can really hear what someone else is going through, who can really be a model of of here's where you can be. And you are helping show the way, you know? So how important was it to go through that? Like it was foundational.
0: Oh, absolutely. Uh, Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I, and and as many people, even something as uh, terrible as cancer and stuff, many people bless their cancer that they went through it, you know, because it changed yes. their lives, you know, in in so many yes. uh, better better ways. Uh, right. So and I maybe get,
1: not every day while they were going through it, but <laughs> no, no, of course end. not.
0: No, when we're right, actually when know. we're actually in it, embroiled in it, yeah, we don't we don't see the good stuff then.
1: <laughs> no, we're just one foot in front of the other, and and. Uh, I think sometimes people miss nuances, right? That,
2: mm-hmm.
1: that It isn't a journey. And, and you don't get from New York to San Diego like that, because that's where you want to go. And that's where you want to be. It's a journey. And you're not yes. even always sure. God, am I on the right road? I need to check my map. But you get there.
0: That's right. I mean, and we never know when we're going to get there. I, I kind of liken it to a, a GPS. You know, if you're going somewhere you haven't been before and you're just following the GPS, like every turn is just another turn. You don't know. I know it's going to tell you you're nearing your destination type thing or you have so many kilometers to go. But really, you don't really know until you pull up in that driveway where you're going that you're there.
2: That's right. You and know, if, so you didn't if you have, give up,
0: you
2: no. Know, if
1: you go back you'll never get where you were going and Mm -hmm. you know sometimes people are like oh i think i think i'm on the wrong path and they go back and they start again and they get and they keep going back and starting again instead of
0: just taking another turn you know just taking a you know making a u-turn or or, or a left instead of a right or whatever the case is
1: and you plan the best you can and and keep your guide keep your keep your guidelines
0: oh yes yes and there's (laughs) <laughs> and there's all the best laid plans always <laughs> change anyway, you know. So right. Um, you you do talk about the uh, the interactions between the subconscious mind and the conscious mind. Um, how do you how do you think that they do they uh, do they fight each other? You think, or or is that something that um, they? W- they're constantly at war with each other or how long can we stay in our conscious no. mind anyway, you know, before we're slipping back?
1: Okay. All right. <laughs> well, we'll uh, because this is great. People really misunderstand this and it's very cultural. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm going to ask you a question again. Okay. And that is, and in, and, and those listening and watching can play along. How much <laughs> time do you believe your conscious mind is in charge of your life on a daily basis? versus your subconscious mind? Like a percentage of conscious mind, how, long, how much do you think is it's in charge?
2: Well, uh, I,
0: uh, I know I've, I've read a few facts about it, but I think it's very small, so I'm gonna say 15
2: to
1: 20%. Okay. Well, you're closer than most are probably <laughs> guessing. Um, your conscious mind is in control of your day, three to 7% of the day.
2: Wow that's that's it
1: that's it it. so and the way to think about this is i mean we think about the subconscious mind and and you know habit patterns but also know that the subconscious mind is completely in charge of your body your autonomic nervous system is run by your subconscious mind i mean Mm -hmm. you cut your finger you don't stand there and go okay i want you to bleed so you clean out the cut and i want those tissues to knit back together you don't do that right your subconscious mind makes sure that's getting done. It makes you breathe. It makes mm-hmm. The one I love is if if your subconscious mind wasn't in charge, you would not know how to get out of bed in the morning. You would not know what muscles to extend and what muscles to contract. You wouldn't even know how to open your eyelids. It's running the show. So now that I say that, you can probably see why it's the ninety-three to ninety-seven percent of your day.
0: Oh, definitely, definitely. And I, I've yeah. um, I've been involved in some um, some sports cars in, during my life, and I've had a few on some racetracks. And um, when you're actually driving, because you have to, your conscious mind is doing the driving now. It's not your subconscious mind like when we go to the store, right? So uh, it doesn't take long before you're mentally fatigued. You know, you just, it really tires you right out. Yeah, absolutely. I I was whooped after this, like the third 20-minute session.
2: (laughs) Yeah, wow. Okay. (laughs) It does
1: does take a lot of energy for the conscious mind, but most of the time your conscious mind is not in charge, and that is why it is so important for the subconscious mind to be on the same page as the conscious mind, because the more you can make it automatic the more effective every action you take will be
2: right so
1: and they don't they don't fight each other because haha the subconscious (laughs) mind will always win will always win Mm -hmm. so until you change the picture if something's not working for you if you're eating the cake you gotta change the picture definitely because the subconscious mind will win Mm -hmm. so it doesn't consider it a contest it's like yeah yeah you do you just do what you want and i will make sure everything else happens <laughs> and it, the the problem with society well that's a big statement isn't it <laughs> let me let me try this again one of the issues is that culturally we value the conscious mind that's why we have universities that's yes. why we study and we We value that so highly, Mm -hmm. and then it runs so little of your life. I mean, can you imagine if we valued the subconscious mind like the conscious mind? If we really knew how powerful and how we could use it, wow, this would be a completely different world. It would.
0: Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, yeah, we're just going through knowledge and facts and figures, which is nice to have. Don't don't get me wrong, but it shouldn't well, be important. the it shouldn't yeah, well, yeah, definitely, but it shouldn't be the absolute focus and that's it. You know, cuz right. there's so much I more. I mean, I
1: yes, I want a, a physician who has studied, who has loads of data, but I also want one who kind of looks at me and and reaches into their intuitive mind
0: yes absolutely and
1: and and brings those two worlds together and we have we culturally speaking have kept those two things so far apart you know mm-hmm. and yes. now that we've got some of these holistic healing things coming in we're, we're seeing that integration and um, and truly you know the mind is powerful the subconscious mind is running your physical well-being so, who's actually in charge of you being healthy?
0: No, exactly. Yep. Not the government. <laughs> Not the government. I'm glad you whispered no, that.
1: You're in charge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because who's listening? Somewhere between Canada and the United States.
0: <laughs> Anybody could, could pick up this signal.
1: <laughs> yeah, and they should. We, yes. we encourage them, right?
0: Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. So um, I think that our discussion was great today and uh, had a lot of uh, things that we talked about with the subconscious mind and um, how people can help change their lives, which is uh, obviously something that you and I are both uh, wanting to do for people, helping them help themselves. Absolutely. And uh, I was wondering if maybe you could tell us how people could get a hold of you or if they wanted to do anything, uh, some of your courses and things you have on the go.
1: Sure, absolutely. Well, um, there is a PDF of Pivot Faster, which is how to pivot from having a bad attitude and a bad day to a good attitude and a good day. And you can find the button for that on my website. And my website is rr, as in Robin Roberts, rrthemindpowers.com. So there's that information. And I'm working on some courses. So look on the website and see what's up and new and happening. I also am happy if there's someone who wants to work individually. I I can work with people individually. So, but I'm at rrthemindpowers.com.
0: And you're also uh, quite an accomplished public speaker. Am I correct?
1: Thank you. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I, uh, I, I love to speak. Find, find a platform anywhere. Um, and it is really my goal now. I, I mean, I, I love working with people one-on-one, but now that I, c- I can move into a bigger arena and work with groups of people, and so I have talked with associations and corporations because when you've got a group of people in an office, let's say, or a mm-hmm. team on the sales team or customer service team, um, and and they start getting in tune with with you know, running, you know, like if you're not meeting your sales goals or you're grouchy to your customers on customer service, you know, there's an underflow here that we can change and I can show you how to do it. So working with groups of people now is really, you know, I want to get out there exponentially and uh, and have bigger effect.
0: Yes, no, absolutely. As we both both would love to do that more and more. Yes. Well, I want to thank you, Robin, for being on the show men on fire today and um hopefully uh, the listeners will thank you. glean a lot of that knowledge and and uh, move forward with their lives just a little bit more confidently now with some more clarity and um, i
1: i hope so thank you i loved having a chat with you mike as always you're
0: terrific thank you robin and thank you once again mm-hmm. Having trouble living the life of your dreams guess what you're not the problem it's not that you're not smart enough deserving enough or even hardworking enough the problem is that you haven't yet installed the one key belief that will change everything want to know what it is you're the one that's right you are the one the world is waiting for you to give it that one special gift that only you possess Want to find out more? Head to my website at MikeAren.com to order my new trilogy, You're the One. The first two books are available together in an omnibus book with the exciting final installment of the series available soon. And while you're there, download a free ebook or two to help make a difference in your life today. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. As always, keep what feels good and dump what doesn't. And remember, live without judgment give without expectation, and love for no reason. Follow those three simple expressions, and you'll be well on your way to an inspirational, intentional, and successful life. Until next time, you're the one.